also from Andrew McGray, uh, sorry if I spelled that wrong, at TGN Professor on Twitter. They've got a, a professor. A bridge to yesterday. A bridge to yesterday. Okay. Yes. I've had this. I've had this. Um, I think this is one of the, the anxiety we're covering today, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> is is um, material scarcity? Yeah, yeah. Um, because a bridge to yesterday. I've always I've had this thing, thing percolating in the back of my head for a while. Yeah. Right? Is the idea of like going back in time? Yeah. Is is mining out a load of coal or or fossil fuels? Yeah. Burning them, and then going back in time and then mining them out and then bringing them back forward with you. Okay. That's really that's a really strange <laughs> sci-fi idea. That, yeah. Like, like so you've you've someone discovers a yeah. a a bridge that literally takes you back one day. Okay, so you can just keep going back. And he's just discovered like I don't know a, a gold mine, right? Mm. Or or like um what's what's more valuable than gold? Copper. He's he's just bought a load of, a, a parcel of land, mm. right? Um, let's say Simon Pegg mm. buys a parcel of land and and discovers he's a geologist. He discovers that on it is um, this untapped seam of copper, and copper's really valuable, by the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he he like goes, oh, I could, I could do this. I, could, I, I I'm, I'm rich, rich beyond my wildest dreams. But mm. then like he gets to, he he starts like digging it out. Yeah. Right. And then he realizes it's way smaller than he thought, and dejected he goes for a walk, okay. right, out into the rest of his land to explore it because this is mm. what he was doing with his day. Mm. He then like crosses a bridge uh, out that's not used. It's like you know, it's it's, it's rickety and it's sort, sort of, like, of off off the beaten track, yeah, sort yeah. of uh, covered by bushes and trees. He yeah, finds yeah. this bridge, and he's like. I think I could get back to the main road here. You see him looking yeah. down on the. You know, maybe he's got his kids along in tow or whatever. Yeah. Um. He's sort of. I, I think going with the sort of themes of Twilight Zone. I think just sort of single person, single person, single, okay. single man, sort of an everyman, sort yeah, of yeah. A, a, an audience insert. Sure. Sort of uh, this could be you kind of thing. And he, um, he, or he, this. I mean, this could even be like he finds a stash of money. But like, I think the 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 the. The reason I went with like mining was because it's like a, it's you know material scarcity for the the world. That's mm. one of our anxieties, right? Um, so like he he goes across this bridge and he goes back like it he he walks out into the main road. There's a diner just across the road from from this thicket. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I thought you weren't due until till tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah, because he's he's just arrived, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think we should start with him going to that diner yeah. shop. I've, I've only just moved in yes. next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was like, ah, "We know, we know, you just bought, bought all the the the, the old hazy, hazy land." Yeah, uh, you know, like uh, the hazy family. Uh, they were. Uh, they're a funny old sort, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad someone's picking it up. And he looks at the calendar on the wall and he sees that it's... Uh, he he yeah. says, oh, isn't that today? And he's like, no, no, I, I make sure every morning that I... Uh, <laughs> I take... I take, I just rip I'm, off the uh, rip I'm, off the old calendar. You can see a pile of the old dates. <laughs> yeah. I'm fastidious with it. <laughs> I'm pre- I, I, I always make a point of checking the days off. <laughs> and... Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's a case of him 
sort of finding the copper and going yeah. and going right so what happens if i i know where the copper is what happens if i take if i take go and back, dig yeah. it up and then and then he finds out that it's still there yeah. when he goes back across the bridge yeah. to the other day yeah uh, so he, he mines it out today. He goes across across the bridge. It's yeah. yesterday, and the and the copper's still there. So yeah. he goes he goes there to exist for a day. Then goes back in uh, with the copper he just mined. Goes back round to the diamond of the main way, the normal way, yeah. and then crosses the bridge to go back in time. And then there it is again. Yeah, every day he's just going back in time. So. Uh... What's the kind of moral of this? Because obviously it's it's a thing for material scarcity. Yeah. Um, um, so, well, I guess he could be doing damage to like the world around him okay. by by doing Which, this. Um, so um, over time, we do a time skip thing. Yeah. Where the area around him becomes really he, he like he sort of like is really rich, mm. starts buying people things, you know, like. The, the diner guy has um, a, a new house, uh, like, the, the, the diner's a massive sort of, like, mega, ple- uh, mega store now. Yeah. Um, this, this podunk town is now, like, got all sorts of stuff driving through it and, and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, uh, and then I think the whole, like, the whole place starts, like, cracking and falling in on itself. Yeah. Like, like as if he'd mined out the entire earth beneath it like it's 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 just something with this ah it's hard to hard to describe like hard to um make visual the problem he'd be causing right like, with I, a time think, continuum or whatever i think like he's got he's got a really nice car yeah and a, the garage just falls in a sinkhole yes great um, and that he's like all oh, right well if i go if i go back and put everything back yeah the way it was, I can do that. But because he's now dug underneath where the bridge was, the bridge has collapsed, yep. and he's just sort of distraught because he yes. can't go back in time. Yeah, to, that's it. Yeah, um, all these sinkholes start happening, and he's like, "What? What's going on?" Yeah, should should there be someone with a dire warning in this, or is it? Is, does that sometimes happen? Um, <laughs> just, will someone say, "Oh, you should never try and change the mistakes of your past." No, 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 I, I, th- I think, I think that's just what uh, our narrator does at the end yeah. of the episode. <laughs> Fair. Try to change the mistakes of your past. Um, like Jordan Peele could come in at the end, <laughs> sort of. He's, 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 sort of. The camera zooms, uh, like zooms down below the rubble, and Jordan Peele's just sat in the back seat of his car, <laughs> <laughs> underneath, <laughs> underneath the 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 rubbish and stuff, and he's just like. Sam and Pegg's character was uh, found that if he goes, if he went back in time, he would have no uh, no effect on the present. <laughs> but uh, but what he didn't realise was that uh, I don't know, just going back, taking a lot of natural resources. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, the way we d- display this mm. is he gets that he buys a map when he's over at the diner, right? It's got one yeah. of those spinny racks. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, like that, you keep like postcards in and stuff. Hmm. He buys a map and he lays it out to to look at when he goes. But the first time he goes back in time, he lays it out on the on the diner table um, to to see like what 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 the hell is that bridge? Yeah, and the bridge isn't on the map. Yeah, right? but then as the um, uh, as he looks 
at the map when when all when this pop all these massive sinkholes start appearing mm. he starts seeing that like the cinema in this podunk town never existed and there is just a crater yeah. marked on the map as a crater yeah and like it's not about like him having a direct effect on the mm. world it's about the fact that as he's messing with time just huge sinkholes are appearing all over the world yeah um and like uh he's 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 fucked everything up like intangibly mm. um and so like you just see him looking and it's just like this rocky like crater drawn onto the map and it just says like the cinema crater <laughs> <laughs> the, the grand showroom crater yes <laughs> and it's like that was where we were gonna put a drive-in <laughs> But then it sank. I just love the idea of them driving past it at the beginning of the uh, the episode. Uh, it's just like it's got tremors. Or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> something playing. Yeah, Tre- uh, tremors the or the core. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Journey to the Center of the Earth, 2012. <laughs> yeah, day after tomorrow <laughs> would be would be a oh, better yeah, one, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bridge to yesterday the day after tomorrow <laughs> playing on the uh, drive-in cinema <laughs> sometimes the X-Files like like with quite a lot of TV shows now because X-Files is like the sort of precursor yeah. to like sort of serialised TV dramas over the course of a few series yeah yeah because um, I think that was one of the first ones to have sort of a running thing of like Fox Mulder will be looking for his daughter. Yeah. Uh, not his daughter, his sister. Yeah. Um, at like certain episodes, like she'll come back and it'll be like a running thing that yeah. sort of uh, pushes his own character, mm-hmm. um, which sort of led then to like Buffy having like entire season arcs. And yeah. then now it's just commonplace. Yeah. Like you just watch the whole thing. Yes. Uh, and that, mean, came, like, that came with video like, yeah. being invented. The, the, idea, <laughs> the idea, the absolutely insane idea that someone would watch every episode of something mm. and be able to and be able to track it or go back and watch the things they missed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, uh, TNG, Star yeah. Trek Next Generation, very much the same, right? Mm. Like the first Star Trek to even imagine having new crew yeah. members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like um, the first the first Star Trek to have. I, I mean, the original um, series had like cliffhanger episodes where they would have. You've got to tune. It's like, stunt episodes. Yeah, right? you, they'd always come out on fucking Labor Day or something. Yes, yeah. You've you've got to watch these two episodes back to yeah. back because it's going to end on a cliffhanger and it's going yeah. to get resolved in the next episode. But they were very rare. Yeah, and it felt very much like it's like The Simpsons. Everything just goes back to yeah. Back to where it was. Absolutely, like the, that's the thing with the, the Starship Enterprise. That's part of the yeah. why it's quite interesting looking at the, how that evolved. Mm. The idea that um, you know uh, you're you're on this ship and the ship is is perfectly suited to be resetting itself back to a norm every yeah. single time. It, uh... And now you've got Picard, which is just. A, a story from where, from where to here absolutely not that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I it's basically mass effects yeah yeah no it is <laughs> like even like the ship design yeah. is very reminiscent of mass effect and the whole sort of he's pulling together a team of assorted crew members yeah i mean well i mean when mass effect came out yeah. everyone was like this is star trek <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You were like, I feel like I'm th- doing the Star Trek. I, I liked it because it it came out. Ar- was it around the time the new J.J. Abrams thing came out? 
Uh, was it just before or I, f- I feel like it was before but I think it will be around the time yeah. I think there's a lot of lens flare in Mass Effect yeah, well. yeah. Mass Effect 2 certainly did yeah um, <laughs> just amped up the lens that's I totally <laughs> someone someone at the cinematics uh, department of Mass Effect <laughs> was like I fucking told you put the lens slider flares <laughs> put the lens flare slider up <laughs> slide that parameter <laughs> but then like Going back to like cold opens and stuff, I just yeah. love it when a um, when a TV show has like a twenty minute cold open. <laughs> I think Breaking Bad did that once, where I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching Breaking Bad." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I think it. I think it waited for the first ad break. Yeah, and and then it was just like bow, bang, boom, bang, and it's like that's not a theme tune. It's it's not a theme tune, and it's not an opening. <laughs> Credit sequence. It was just like, oh fuck, we're gonna put this in somewhere. <laughs> we're gonna it in. Here, gonna, yeah, that's gonna ruin the entire narrative tension of. <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, that's gonna ruin the entire nar- narrative tension of uh, this that... one a- one episode. Is that an impression of Vince Gilligan, yeah. creator of Breaking Bad? Yeah. I've never heard that before, but wow, that's that's a, a pretty band. that's a pretty good impression. But it's it's up there with. Um, <laughs> What's the other guy you do that's like really obscure? Oh, um, uh, oh, weirdly enough, they're, they're both people with very, very, very slight speech impediment. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben Mendelsohn and Vince <laughs> Gilligan. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing them all to the table. Tom. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing all my impressions to the table. <laughs> Vince Gilligan from probably one of my favourite community jokes of season five. Which who, one was that? He he uh, he is. In the he he is the video board game. Oh yes, he is they the play. cowboy. He's the cowboy. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, because like it's Abed and uh, Annie that are playing yeah. this crazy <laughs> fucking video based board game yeah. called Pile of Bullets or something. Yeah, and uh, at, fistful of bullets. Fistful of bullets. And at the end, I <laughs> know oh, that's the that's the actual name of. It's fistful the of dollars. Film. Oh, fistful of dollars is the actual. Fistful one. of dollars, and then uh, you got a fistful f- of fingers. Fistful is, uh, of fingers. Yeah, but I think it's pile of bullets. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, it cuts back to like the eighties, where it's him and his wife. Yeah. Vince um, Gilligan and his wife. It's like I just got the call back from that uh, VHS board game. Yeah. Uh, they want me. They want me for the part, and she's like. You should do it. You should. This is our key to stardom. <laughs> forget, forget working for that Apple company. Who, who gives, who gives stock options as a bonus? <laughs> you know what? I think now's a good time to be start doing cocaine. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favourite jokes. That's really funny. <laughs> it's really good. But like, um, yeah, go, like I think weirdly, what hits, what hits hard now with like but every every tv show serialized yeah. now there's there's hardly any shows out there apart from comedies which is weird yeah which and are, that, that's my biggest problem with comedies yeah, actually like it, i don't watch resets i don't to, watch sitcoms anymore because yeah. i'm like i'm gonna be in the same place i was when I, yeah <laughs> yeah that's why the good place was so good yeah you don't get anything out but but the good place yeah. broke that well it broke a lot of stuff it broke a, a whole lot of stuff yeah. like it it God, it broke some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like this is the thing now with like Black Mirror and the Twilight Zone, yeah. uh, the new Jordan Peele one. It just is quite refreshing to see just short 
films yeah. essentially yeah. Uh, played out in a sort of serialized thing with a theme. Like yes. I, I guess Black Mirror is sort of the um, is the sort of twenty first century answer to the Twilight Zone. With so like, yeah, it's like an anthology, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, but then even then, Black Mirror nods to continuity. I haven't seen the, the Black Museum where it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's not continuity all over Black Mirror. Yeah, it's it's strange, but you don't need to. You don't. Yeah, you, you, yeah. It, it, it's linked, but only for like a, a die-hard audience. But that's it. It's it's, it's, it's oh yeah, like, it's that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's like that's here. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's kind of almost like a nod to the fact that it knows that anthology isn't the way, or the, or even like. Um, individual episodes are not the way that TV done now. Yeah, and it's it's odd because it's like I said, it's quite refreshing to see um, just an episode of something. Mm. But then again, it is quite hard to go and watch those things. I, I certainly did not, right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like... Uh, I was going to say famously, but what I mean is like notoriously around uh, like us and our friends uh. i avoid watching black mirror whenever possible <laughs> because i get done with one pile of anxiety and now i've got to willingly pick up a completely different pile of anxiety that i'm not invested in yet whereas i binge watch it as escapist fiction because <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly because it's less anxiety inducing than my real life than, than, than real life full stop I yeah think <laughs> but like um like i, I think what because they are, they can be compared, yeah. uh, definitely, because they're both anthology, sci-fi anthology things. Yeah. Um, the uh, the main thing I think is technology. Yeah. Really, Black Mirror is a sort of look at the anxieties of the time with the technology that we're through making. the lens of the the the, uh, the, the technologies we're we're making to solve the, our perceived problems, right? Yes, like yeah. um Black Mirror the clues in the name, mm. right? Like whereas in Black Mirror it's talking about a screen that's off and you can see your face in it. Yeah. Um like with uh the Twilight Zone, the point is it is something else. Yeah. It is somewhere it else. It is it is something else whereas um Black Mirror looks inside to how technology affects us as human beings yeah. and basically the the moral of black mirror is human beings are the bad guy it's yeah. not the technology and twilight zone is more of an escapist um i want to say speculative yeah it's speculative it's, it's uh what do they call it thought experiments yes yeah um example like the first episode is a guy wandering around a de- deserted city where mm. everything's just been yeah sort of not, not destroyed it's just deserted yeah um and uh the twist is he's actually part of a military uh military experiment looking at how people would react to a deserted city well no not a deserted city just just loneliness and isolation um he starts talking to like a a mannequin and stuff like that it's 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 great castaway (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah um quite a lot of sci-fi tropes have come from the twilight zone sure yeah um yeah and i think i think what lends the twilight zone to our show yeah is <laughs> is essentially we kind of pitch an episode of the twilight zone every week especially given the fact that the twilight zone almost always has a moral yeah <laughs> it might be a weird moral delivered in an absolutely bonkers way yeah it almost it's, it's all it's almost I mean, always it, moral. it doesn't it doesn't 
always doesn't always have a moral. It's it's kind of like a, a look at a certain. It, it's more character based. Sure. Um, sort of how this character would react to a yeah to a situation. From the ones I've seen, though, like it's it's often like uh, beware this monkey's paw. Like don't yeah. be, be careful what you wish yeah. for, sort of thing. Or like um, the a uh, sort of uh, you know like kind of truistic, but like um, mm. you can't cheat death. Yeah, you know but that sort of stuff. The, there was a great one I watched uh, earlier where this guy and his wife go to a Vegas casino and he's like, I don't want to put my money in that slot machine. Yeah. Like, and she's like, oh, just just gambling. We're, we're on holiday. We're on holiday. And then uh, this guy puts a nickel in for him. Yeah. And he just pulls it down like sort of... It, it, it lingers on his hand on the on the arm for ages. Yeah. It's really, really quite tense and really, really well, well shot for a TV yeah. uh, production at the time. And it's... Um, he just pulls it down and then wins like the jackpot, and he's like, "Right, well, we're gonna save this. We're not gonna put any money, any money into it." And he can't sleep at night, and uh, there's <laughs> this money's cut. This is this feels very much like the most life's a pitch thing <laughs> I think I've seen so far in the Twilight Zone because I've I've not watched that much of it, but I've I've seen like most of season one. Right, I've seen a lot of the new Jordan Peele yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> And he's just in bed, and the the coins are going Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, just sort of like calling him to the uh, yeah. to the slot machine downstairs. Put it back in, yeah. And he ends up putting it back in, putting it back in. <laughs> Spends all his money on this slot machine, and then he goes upstairs after he's been like escorted out by like uh, a hospital, I think, like yeah, but by uh, bodyguards, uh, security. <laughs> because he ends up pushing the slot machine over and this slot machine is just sort of slowly moving towards him <laughs> going, Franklin <laughs> just like yay <laughs> cut, cut to cut to the, um, the the security guard has just escorted him out right yeah goes back inside the, the building right this is just by the way listeners this doesn't really happen yeah no. but uh, I haven't seen this episode but in my in my head, what happens is the security guard camera follows the security card as as this guy's carted off to uh, to an insane asylum. Uh, security guard goes back in, goes back into the room with all the TVs, the monitoring room, where and then opens a, a secret door behind behind the office. Right, goes back. There's more TVs and men um, with joysticks <laughs> and, and microphones going Franklin. <laughs> Franklin o- operating the fucking <laughs> moving slot machines. Come and spend out, spend yeah. money on us. That's how you do it. Sort of. They they think they're going crazy because it's just like that slot machine couldn't follow me around town. And it's just like, <laughs> it actually is. It is. <laughs> Everyone who lives in Vegas sort of knows to just ignore yeah. them and, and and also ignore the speakers in your coins. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar's Palace, ignore the speakers and your coins. <laughs> or the mob will get you. <laughs> the, the mob, just a slot machine with <laughs> like a baseball bat attached to the arm, just like going up and down. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's a Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. 
and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.